Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Rising crime. Who's to blame? A new poll says more than one half of the country seems to put the onus on President Biden. Is that fair? I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. It's time now for One More Thing. Uh, one more thing, sir. With Sandy Shack. But we've got one more thing. She's always got that extra something. Wow. Beauty, brains, and a complete psycho. My dream girl. On AM680, WRKO. 617-266-6868-617-266-6868 is the phone number here. My text number, 70470. There's a new ABC Washington Post poll that shows only 38% of Americans approve of President Biden's response to the recent crime spikes nationwide. Uh, 48% say they disapprove. And that leaves 14% scratching their heads or, or you know, what else? Um, and now as crime rates have are surging, lawmakers have been very quick to point fingers to avoid their party taking blame. Republicans are arguing that Democrats' efforts to defund the police, remove qualified immunity for police officers, and introduce cashless bail have all contributed to the but to the to the crisis. I would also add to that um, the failure to prosecute a lot of crimes. Democrats, meanwhile, have blamed guns and economic hardship following the pandemic, the pandemic, and Republicans uh, for the rise in crime. Who do you think is right? Is it the Democrats? Is it the Republicans? Is it both? What do you think? Who do you blame? or the rise in crime. I think that this all started during what the mayor of Seattle called the summer of love. Do you remember that? She was, you know, she was asked, you know, how long is this Chaz Chad thing, uh, the autonomous zone in Seattle where there were, uh, there was a lot of crime. There were rapes, assaults, killings. Um, there was extortion there, there were shootings, stabbings, and yet uh, the mayor, uh, Jenny Durkin of Seattle, called this the summer of love. That's cut 19, Mario. Mario, cut 19, please. How long do you think Seattle in those few blocks looks like this? I don't know. We could have the summer of love. The summer of love. The Democrats who were uh, putting all they had into defeating President Trump were bound and determined to blame him and the, po- and the police for the escalating, escalating violence. They were trying to paint protesters as peaceful um, as opposed to, you know, arsonists and lawbreakers. Now, absolutely, there were peaceful protesters, but absolutely, there were also arsonists out there. 
Do you remember what the mainstream media coverage was like? I have a little montage for you if you don't remember. Cut 11, please, Mario. It's more like a pedestrian street festival of sorts. You have folks, these restaurants are open. There's couches in the middle of the road. There's gardening uh, taking place. The autonomous zone has turned into an almost street fair-like atmosphere with free food, art displays, and outdoor movie nights. It sort of looks like a street festival. Look behind me. You can see all these people in the street. This street festival was a high crime area. Do you remember there was a CNN reporter who was talking about how uh, peaceful protesters as a target like burned down behind him? I mean, it was on fire behind him. And one, there was one mainstream media reporter, I think it was on MSNBC, he was calling it a street festival and two of the protesters went up, this isn't a street festival, what's wrong with you? I mean, it's, yet that's how they wanted to portray it. You know, they didn't want you to see the high crime that was going on in there. They didn't want you to see the lawlessness. And they certainly did not support prosecuting the protesters because they were peaceful, you know. So, and even more than just uh, letting, you know, painting the protesters as peaceful, that's when the cries for let's defund the police started to come out so that they can't even arrest these people so we're not going to prosecute them, but let's stop it earlier. Let's not even arrest them. And there were Democrats making these calls for, for defunding. And I, I just want to, you know, remind you of what was going on. I have a little montage cut of um, Ariana, or I'm sorry, Ayanna Presley, Massachusetts Congresswoman, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, New York Congresswoman, Elon Omar, and then there's Senator uh, Kamala Harris, or she was senator then, obviously she's vice president now, but they were all calling for defunding the police. Cut 51, please. Yes, I support the defund movement because this is about the, the um, investment in our communities which have historically been divested. One that I'm actively engaged in, in advocacy for, is the reduction of really truly talking about um, the reduction of our NYPD budget and defunding a $6 billion NYPD budget. This model of saying, not only do we need to defund, but we need to dismantle and start anew, allows us to really reimagine what public safety should look like in our community. You know, in, in many cities in America, over one third of their city budget goes to police. So we have to have this conversation. What are we doing? Well, uh, what you're doing is weakening the justice system in the United States. And at the time, then candidate Joe Biden, this is a year ago, July 2020, also got into the act on defunding. That's cut 51A, please, Mario surplus military equipment for law enforcement. They don't need that. The last thing you need is an up-armored Humvee coming into a neighborhood. It's like the military invading. They don't know anybody. They become the enemy. They're supposed to be protecting these people. So my generic point is but that- can we agree that we can redirect some of the funding? Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And the cities and towns who followed this progressive agenda began defunding and crime began to rise and rise and rise republicans say this is this is a logical conclusion a logical result of defunding what did you think would happen if you take away the resources from the police 
And the Democrats say, oh, this, no, no, this is not, this is, this is uh, basically uh, the rise of gun violence and white supremacy is causing this. Now, no one is saying that reform is not a good thing. I think periodically reform is a very good thing. But is it not possible to reform and leave funding in place so that these newly trained police officers will have what they need to respond to the situations in front of them? Uh, according to the Democratic you know, lawmakers that are out there, the answer is no, 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 no. Defunding can't be to blame for the, for the rise in crime. So the Democratic Party started blaming everything but defunding for the rise in crime. And I'm going to give you an example. Here is another little montage. It's Susan Rice, it's Garland, it's Biden, and it's uh, Maisie Hirono. Cut 31. This is not defunding our communities. It's investing in them for crime prevention and for community building and social services. Fostering trust with and earning legitimacy in our communities. We know summer job training, summer jobs, training and recreation for young people work. They help make sure young people pick up a paycheck instead of a pistol. There are a lot of things that we need to do on the law enforcement side, including, by the way, addressing the rise in domestic violent extremism. Domestic violence extremism is to blame for the rise in crime, not defunding. President Biden saying summer jobs or the lack thereof is what's causing the rise in crime. It can't be defunding. It can't be defunding. Who do you agree with? Do you think it is defunding? Is one of the main issues defunding and not prosecuting uh, criminals? Is that why we're having a crime spike? Or is it because we don't have summer jobs and we have a lot of white supremacists. Is that why we have a rise in crime? Which do you think is to blame? And do you approve of how President Biden has responded, which is to say uh, he hasn't done anything? That's my question. 617-266-6868 is the number here. The text number is 70470. We'll be right back with your calls. I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. is the phone number here. The text number is 70470. I'm Sandy Schack. This is One More Thing. We're talking about the spike in crime. A new poll says more Americans than not think President Biden is not handling it well. Do you agree? Democrats are saying we need more gun control and summer jobs. That will solve the problem. Republicans say the root cause is the defunding of police departments and failure to prosecute criminals. Who's right, do you think? Eddie in Boston. Welcome to WRKO. How are you, Eddie? Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a nice wet day here in Boston. It is a nice day, which is why I thought Mario picked a very appropriate bumper song to come back in with. <laughs> Yes. 
Well, uh, you made the point for us all, uh, so I don't even know where 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 else to go. Um, we just uh, well, what do you think? See, who do you think is right when it comes to um, the cause for the rise in crime? Which which side of the fence do you fall on? Uh, you you, uh, you made the point. It is the Democrat Party. Their policy is one thing to defund police uh, and and. And all the criminals, they want them out and free. So when people who have any inclination toward crime know there's no consequence, they just go and commit more crime. Uh, and that's what's happening. Uh, and we fortunately in Boston, it's not as bad as New York City. We're lucky. New York City is a total mess. Uh, so Although we certainly we, have, we, we certainly have uh, our share of violent crime here. You saw the the rabbi being stabbed in Brighton last week, and we just had a confrontation on the on Route 95 this morning um, with a group of people who were armed who were on their way to Maine, and they apparently just pulled over for I don't know whatever reason, but they got out with their guns, and you can imagine the state troopers were like, uh, excuse me? And so we had a standoff that closed our interstate for a number of hours today. I mean, everybody, everything has ended peacefully. Nobody has been, uh, nobody has been uh, hurt, but there are 11 people now who are having to explain themselves, you know, over, over the long weekend. But uh, so we're not immune here by any stretch of the imagination, but we are lucky, I think, Eddie, that we don't live in New York or Chicago. Yes, uh, we are lucky. Um, I remember last summer as uh, the the riots took place here in Boston, uh, even the attorney general uh, was uh, on the side of uh, uh, defunding uh, police and having the police stand down. Uh, I think she herself even said that uh, there's nothing wrong with burning things down. It's like burning a forest uh, to make new room for, for, for the new. Doesn't, uh, so doesn't that send that a figure. shiver up your spine, Eddie, to have to have somebody say? It's every time I saw a a, a report, a mainstream media report, um, regarding the protesters and them trying to not see the violence of it. I, I was absolutely gobsmacked. Like, what is? Do you not understand that that breeds more violence when you don't acknowledge that there's violence? And they just kept doing it over and over and over again. Yeah, so very shameful. It was very shameful. Eddie, thank you so much for taking the time and trouble to call. I, I really appreciate it. And I hope you have a lovely evening. Gene in Boston. Enjoy. Thank you, sir. Gene in Boston. Welcome to WRKO. How are you, Gene? I'm fine, but I have, I have to laugh. I thought I was listening to a Saturday Night Live skit, well, from 25 years ago, because I don't watch it anymore. But mm. Lori Lightfoot blamed the violence in Chicago on Trump. Yes, she did. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, wait a minute. Is this an alternate universe or did I just hear that correctly? Well, the, the other fault. thing, the other thing she blames it on, Jean, and I'm going to play a cut for you. The other thing she blames mm -hmm. it on is because people are criticizing her handling of things because she's a black woman. Cut 10, please. Oh, Mario. yes, of course. The your black reaction to criticism. Uh, hold on, hold on. Jean. use the term irascible. Uh, how much of this do you think might have to do with the fact that you're a woman and specifically a black woman? About 99% of it. Expand on that. Well, I mean, look look at my predecessors. Um, did did people say that Rich Daly 
um, held uh, you know uh, uh, tea sessions uh, with people that he didn't disagree on. Uh, Ron Emanuel was a polite um, guy who was a, a uniter. No, women and people of color are always held to a different standard. I'll admit, Gene, that you know uh, women do have. Uh, a tougher road to hoe in some instances because, you know, especially if you break into an all-male uh, type of environment and they're not used to dealing with women. Some guys, a lot of guys are fine. Some guys aren't. But here's the thing. When the press calls you on rising crime in your city and you lie about it, their critical of you has nothing to do with the fact that you're a black woman. Right. But, I mean, Trump once said, I get blamed for everything. And that was you know, I said, yeah, that was true when he was in office. He's been out for how many months? Yeah. And yeah. she's still blaming him for the violence. Oh, I they're all blaming him for the violence because they say he's responsible for the growth of white supremacy in this country. Okay. That's how they do and it. And that's all that's going on. That's all that's going on. Yeah, exactly. On. Okay. Nothing I else. Just, it's just white. Clarifying it's that. just I, white supremacy. I, that's yeah. that's the entire okay. reason. And that's why I oh, don't. Gene, and that's Gene. why we see all those white yeah, Gene, people. Gene, it's white supremacy yes. and the lack of summer jobs. That's right. That's that's mm-hmm. why because we're not giving we're not giving younger people something to do during the summer. So that's why they're going out and committing crimes. Okay. Well, there's I, plenty you know, of jobs available. I just thought I would you know share that with you. Yeah, it, th- thank you, Sandy, and I also thank you for taking my call, and thank you for doing it. This is the most entertainment I get all week. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Jean. I appreciate that. You need to be on more than more than two hours, okay? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, too. Thank you for your call, and I hope you have a lovely night. All right. Okay. So, a lot of people like Jean, um, a lot of Americans like Jean are not buying the line that they're being fed, that it's the Democrat, that the Democrats are feeding that it's summer jobs and white supremacy is the reason why their crime spikes. And they started to push back on this, this uh, narrative that was being pushed by the progressive uh, part of the democratic party. And uh, well, you know, what happened is they had to reorganize. They had to rethink what they were doing. Okay. So we need to protect the defunding idea and they're not buying the whole idea of it being lack of jobs and white supremacy, especially as Jean just pointed out that, you know, there are a lot of jobs available uh, since the pandemic because the administration has uh, paid the $300 extra um, a week uh, to people. And a lot of people are making more money now than they did before they were furloughed or laid off. So why should they go back to work? This has caused a crush uh, for a lot of service jobs. Uh, I was I was out to dinner with my husband on Friday, and we were talking to the owner of the restaurant. And he's done. He did very well during the um, the pandemic because he was creative, and he got his employees involved. And they were he actually when you order takeout, most of the money went toward the employees, not toward him. So that you know he tried to to keep his employees afloat during the pandemic he did a lot of very creative things he gold gift certificates they did all sorts of stuff and as a result his business is surviving and i was asking him if he was having trouble getting people back to work and um his people a lot of them were anxious to get back because he was a very good boss and liked working for him but there are some jobs they can't 
fill and it's difficult. So they can't open as much as the people in the kitchen. They they have a dearth of employees for the kitchen. So they have to close uh, to give the people they do have a break because they're just working so hard. So, you know, this whole scheme about it being, uh, you know, a lack of summer jobs, I'm, I'm just not buying. And so when American people, when the American people began to cotton on to the fact that this didn't seem to be making sense, that these were the reasons for the crime spike. Well, the progressives just decided what they were going to do is deny that they called for defunding the police in the first place. So if nobody's buying it as a good reason, we'll just, you know what? We didn't, we never said that. So I'm going to give you an example of this. Here's Senator Maisie Hirono of Hawaii saying, what do you mean defund? We never called for defunding the police because as more and more Americans realized that defunding was the basis for, uh, for the crime spike, they had to distance themselves from it. Cut number 30. We've never taken the position as a party that we should defund the police. I am a progressive Democrat. I've never said that we should defund the police. Clearly, there are a lot of things that we need to do on the law enforcement side, including, by the way, addressing the rise in domestic violent extremism and the prevalence of gun violence that is occurring on a way, way too regular basis in our country, and yet we can't get even the most basic gun legislation through it. Why? Because there are just so many Republicans who won't go there. And the fact is that there is a rise in concern about domestic extremism in our country, and we better face up to that. We better face up to that. So first of all, apparently she never reads, she never sees the news. She doesn't watch it. She probably doesn't read it. She may not even listen to it. So I, I don't know what the hell she's talking about when, when she says no Democrats have ever called for defunding. We started the hour playing cuts of you for you of Democrats calling for defunding. In fact, I think, I think it deserves to be played again. Cut 51, please, Mario. Yes, I support the defund movement because this is about the, the um, investment Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. In our communities, which have historically been divested. One that I'm actively engaged in, in advocacy for, is the reduction of really, truly talking about um, the reduction of our NYPD budget and defunding a $6 billion NYPD budget. This model of saying, not only do we need to defund, but we need to dismantle and start anew, allows us to really reimagine what 
public safety should look like in our community. You know, in, in many cities in America, over one third of their city budget goes to police. So we have to have this conversation. What are we doing? We're keeping law and order. That was Congresswoman Ayanna Presley, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Congresswoman Elon Omar, and then Senator Kamala Harris, who is now, of course, the vice president. And I'm not going to play it again, but and then we had I played a cut for you last July of President Biden doing the same thing. So who's in denial here? Senator Hirono saying, oh, no, Democrats call for defunding as they try to distance themselves from what has obviously been a catastrophic policy. They, I, do they think that we felt all collectively fell down and hit our head and wouldn't, wouldn't recognize the fact that they've been calling for it for over a year? I, I, am, I am floored by this. But again, you heard also Senator Hirono talking about the problem is not defunding. The problem is white supremacy and gun violence. Is she right? That's my question for you. We'll be right back. The number is 617-266-6868. The text number is 70470. I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight is the number here. Six one seven two sixty six sixty eight sixty eight. The text number is seven zero four seven zero. If you want to hear podcasts of past shows or of this show, wrko.com slash podcasts is the place to go. You can hear all the episodes of One More Thing. You can also check out all the other shows that are here on WRKO. So the crime, the crime spike. Who's to blame? Uh, because much to the surprise of the Biden administration, Americans are blaming the president. Should they? Democrats first tried to uh, put the responsibility on on uh, white supremacy and uh, everything but defunding police departments. And then they tried to say that they never called for defunding when Americans were finding that defunding was a mess. The next step, was to blame the Republicans for defunding. And that, you know, they're the one, the Republicans are the ones that stopped resources uh, from going to police departments. And I want you to have a listen to, um, to Cedric White House advisor, Cedric Richmond last week, along with White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, both promoting this idea that it was Republicans who are at fault for calling for defunding police departments. Cut 52, please, Mario. Look, Republicans are very good at uh, staying on talking points of who says defund the police, but the truth is they defunded the police. We funded crime intervention and a whole bunch of other things. Part of his announcement is also ensuring there's specific guidance to uh, communities across the country to ensure that they have funding to get more community police around the country, something that was supported by the American Jobs Plan uh, that was supported, that was voted into law by Democrats just a couple of months ago. Some might say that the other party was for defunding the police. I'll let others say that, but that's a piece. That's called gaslighting trying to make people believe that the opposite of the truth is what the reality is. Trying to make you believe that something that does not exist exists um, or vice versa. That's gaslighting. That's what both Cedric Richmond and Jen Psaki were doing. 
trying to make people believe that Republicans were the ones calling for defunding. And I'm not going to play that cut 51 again because I just can't take it anymore. Where you have, you know, multiple congresswomen and a senator and multiple senators too calling for the defunding of the police, all Democrats. And then you have them going, well, we never did that. I just heard you. I saw, watched you myself do it. No, no, we didn't do it. And now you have both Cedric Richmond, senior White House advisor, Cedric Richmond, and Jen Psaki, White House press secretary, getting up there going, oh, we didn't do it. It was the Republicans. It's like they think we, we have absolutely no ability to tell reality from fantasy. Their fantasy, basically, what they're pushing on us. 617-266-6868. Charlie in Yarmouth. Who do you think is to blame for the rise in crime? I think there's a lot of things we've probably already talked about. But basically, uh, I mean, from the top down, from the uh, Supreme Court down, Roberts down, we have a, a dual system here. And if any kind of violence is committed under the name of social justice or your skin co- certain skin color, you have immunity from it. And it's it's understood out there that it is. You can get out of Newbury Street and uh, break into an expensive sporting sc- uh, store and steal basketball shoes, and you're going to get away with it, even if they have pictures of you. Whereas people that were wearing Trump hats on the on the sixth, uh, I mean, they're still hunting them down through the country. Some of them are still in prison. We have a selective system of justice, and that's one of the major reasons. I don't disagree with that, Charlie. I think that's a really apt point. And it's really interesting because um, <clears throat> Chris Wallace um, asked uh, Cedric Richmond, who was on his you know, Sunday show, about that, specific, um, about that specific issue, about the non-prosecution stats, beginning with protesters. And I think that, that kind oh. of also led over into you know, people who, were, who were, uh, got carried away, as, they, as the mainstream media would have put it. Um, but I want you to hear the question and then his response to that. Um, Charlie. So this is Chris Wallace asking the question, 28B, please, Mario. According to one study, more than 90% of the charges against people protesting and rioting after George Floyd's murder were dropped in most cities. In New York, the ban on cash bail has resulted in the majority of people who are arrested getting released. Doesn't that send exactly the wrong signal both to police and to the criminals who are being arrested. And then this was Cedric, that was, he was asking Cedric Richmond that. This is his answer, 28C, please. The prosecutions that state uh, prosecutors make and their charging decisions uh, has to be analyzed by the people who live in those uh, communities. And so I will hold my local DA accountable and I think that everybody uh, should. But we have to remember here that it is about being smart on crime and those people who uh, are peacefully protesting should not be prosecuted. Those that are rioting and and looting, uh, which the president has said from the beginning of the uh, campaign that they should be held accountable. But that's not causing a spike in murders, homicides, gun violence. What do you think, Charlie? Do you agree with him? Is it a, it does not prosecuting the lower level crimes lead to a spike in crime or doesn't it? I think it does. I think uh, when you when people start to believe that they're not going to be held accountable, then they'll sure. go further than they would have normally. 
Exactly. I mean, it's, they're given, like I say, it's like diplomatic immunity. You know, we have the immunity to commit crimes. Uh, you know, they talk there's this thing that happened in Wakefield. Yeah. Do you think that if those 11 men that were arrested in full camo uh, with loaded weapons, if those people were white, you'd know about it by now? Oh, I think everybody knows about it, but I think it would have been a bigger deal. Um, I think it would have been a much bigger deal on the national oh. media than it was. I mean, here we obviously knew about it, and it was very, and I've seen it covered a little bit um, on the national media, but not the way it would have been if those had been if those had been uh, any kind of uh, group of white guys. I think I think you're correct. I think it's yeah. been, I, and I don't know what their purpose was. I don't know what they were out to do. I I don't know that much about them. Um, not we it don't happen. I, I know. It just happened. I know so, it did. So it just happened know. this morning. But um, yeah. because it was eleven black guys, I'm not seeing it on CNN. I'm not seeing it on MSNBC. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'd see it if it were white guys. So I think there's a oh double standard God. there. Oh sure, sure. Well, well, look at the kid here that uh, the young man that uh, shot those two blacks. We don't know a whole lot about that, but immediately we knew that it was a white man. We did, no. And then we found out that he was, in fact, an anti-Semite and he was and it was a hate crime. And but we but we but before we knew that, we did know what his race was. But I have not seen I have seen 11 men. I have not seen 11 black men, whereas I think if it had been white guys, I would have seen 11 white men were there. Uh, I think so. I think so. I don't know for sure. We'll never know for sure. But, you know, I think so. Thank you for the call, Charlie. I appreciate it very much. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with the rest of of your calls. The number is 617-266-6868. The text number is 70470. This is Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. One seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight is the number six one seven two sixty six sixty eight sixty eight. The text number is seven zero four seven zero. I'm Sandy Shack. This is one more thing. Democrats are trying to gaslight us as it becomes more and more apparent that defunding police is causing a crisis in crime. First, they tried to claim it wasn't defunding that was the issue. It was guns and white supremacy. Then, when that wasn't being bought by the American people, they tried to say, well, you know, it it wasn't us that caused for defunding. We never asked for defunding. That just happened organically. And then it became, no, no, Republicans called for defunding. It wasn't us. Meanwhile, in in an ABC Washington Post poll, uh, more Americans than not, 48% of Americans think that the president is doing a really bad job in regard to crime. 38% say he's okay, and 14% don't know what to think. What do you think? That's my question. 617-266-6868. Let's go to Vera in Plymouth. Vera, what do you think? Who's responsible for the for the uptick in crime? I really... Uh don't care who's responsible for it. Okay. I can't understand why we're so blind to the, the examples. We have a glaring problem getting worse by the second in Chicago. <laughs> we got problems coming out of New York that nobody ever thought they would see. I don't know why you want to, you know, blame somebody or blame well, game Vera, goes on. Vera, you blame somebody so that you can figure out... If- 
the purpose behind blaming somebody is to determine what the problem is. And then once you can determine that, you can fix it. If you don't find where it's coming from, if you don't find the policies that are responsible for it, then you can't fix it. That's why. Well, that's legislation, isn't it, called politicians? No, it's not necessarily legislation. What it is right now is the mm-hmm. memorandum that went around that what we need to do, the, the policy supported, which is not legislation, it's policy supported by the Democratic Party, which was to defund the police. And that became a Democratic movement, which has uh, taken over in a number of, of blue cities and um, at blue counties. And the problem is crime spills over the county line. It just doesn't stay where it was. It goes everywhere. So that's what, that's okay. why you need can to determine who's responsible. I'm sorry. Well, can you back it up to where they, uh, they beg the, uh, no, you can't back it up. In. There's no time machine that backs everything up. No, but you have facts that you can back up as oh, far as you the mean as backup. Yes. Brought into this country. Absolutely. 20 million, doll- 20 million people come into the country and you think it's just going to be nice. It's not. They don't care. Well, they'll we've, take we've had anything they can get their hands well, on. Well, Vera, we've had you know twenty million illegal aliens here for a while, and the number is growing. But you can't put it all on illegal aliens. You have to also put it on the fact that people are not prosecuting criminals, homegrown criminals, not illegal aliens. There we go. We got somebody now. We got a DA. Is that what you're saying? I don't know what your somebody? question is. Are you pointing the finger at? The, the people in I'm pointing the finger at anybody who thinks, Vera, I'm pointing the finger at DAs who don't prosecute. I'm pointing the finger at local officials who think it's a good idea to defund the police and to take away their limited liability you know, protection. I'm pointing the finger at anybody who thinks that giving the police less resources rather than more resources. That's who I'm pointing the finger at. And I think you're absolutely right. Okay. All right. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you for the call. Okay. Vera. Have a have a lovely night. Let's go to Bill and Braintree. Bill, welcome to WRKO. Oh, Bill is that's not Bill. Bill is on line two, Mario. Hi, Bill. How are you? Sandy, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Who who do you point the finger at? In regard I, to the crime I spike. Pointed, I pointed where it absolutely belongs. Donald Donald Trump. Okay. And why is it Donald Trump's fault? Well, you know, he's had four years to do something about it. I mean, Joe Biden's been he's in there for He's not six in months. office anymore. I know. Six months have he's been in. And, um, Joe Biden's been there for six months. Yeah. And Trump, is, Trump was there for four years and did nothing. And, you well, know, the we crime have, spikes uh, didn't we have, really. Now we have the, crime yeah, spiraling Bill, out of control. Bill, the crime spike didn't yeah. start on the day that Donald Trump moved into office. That started but when it we started. Bill, no, it started before and it started with the defunding movement, which Joe Biden supported as a presidential candidate. I've already played the clip once today. So, I mean, and it was a Democratic movement. Stop, Bill. Don't interrupt uh, because, you know, oddly oddly enough, it is my show. I will let you say what you're going to say, but don't interrupt. So you 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 blaming Donald Trump. I'm saying 
okay, why are you blaming Donald Trump? He's not the guy. He's the guy when he wanted to move federal forces in to help protect the courthouse from being burned in Seattle. They were called stormtroopers by the Democrats. He was he was basically vilified for trying to to bring law and order. Meanwhile, the Democrats, including Harris, including Biden, before they were in the White House, basically were saying, you know, we need to defund the police. This is wrong. They were turning a blind eye. That's where the problem started. So when they finally got into office, we just had more of that. And this is this poll wasn't taken of Republicans, Bill. This poll was taken by ABC and The Washington Post to very liberal outlets, both saying that President Biden is not doing a good job in corralling, you know, he's, he's saying summer, if we get more summer jobs, we can break down on the crime. Really, how about not defunding the police? How about supporting the police in, in, in those areas? And how about supporting prosecutors who want to actually prosecute instead of let people go? How about that? That might be a help. Sandy, very few places that I am aware of have defunded the police. Can you name them? Yes, I can. Chicago. Where? Pennsylvania. Where? Philadelphia. Pittsburgh. Seattle. Um, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. You wanted you wanted the numbers. I'm giving them to you. Oakland, California. These are places that have defunded the police, Bill. The whole country hasn't. No, but I, what I just said before is the Democratic cities that do, crime doesn't stay within their borders. It goes other places, too. Detroit did it as well. I mean, I can. there's, there's a list of like 100 cities that have defunded the police. Wait, and, and as a result, any, crime spreads from those areas going on out. But, Sandy, isn't it true that the United States, across the board, okay, it's basically a, a, the crime is like at a 32 year low. No, it isn't. Even though the, oh, even though the it isn't. Now, That's a complete and utter canard. I actually no, have the not. statistics, Bill. I actually have the statistics in front of me, and I will go through them well, in the please, next hour. Please, I actually have the statistics of what the crimes are, and that is an absolute bull bleep lie to say that crime is down. It is not. I mean, apparently crime, you and Lori Lightfoot are, are dating. Crime has been. Crime has been at a 32-year-old. It is low not. That is what, such a year, base lie. Two and years ago, Bill, until Donald Bill, Trump took over. I'm just going to stop you right there because, I, first of all, I'm up against a break, so I, I have to. But that is a bold-faced lie that crime is down. And I have the statistics to prove it, and I will give them to you on the other side. Basically, I mean, I didn't make these numbers up. I understand that the fact that crime is surging it sticks in the craw of a lot of Democrats and progressives because they want their policies to work. I understand the the idea that oh, we want this nirvana where there's no policing and everybody behaves themselves and everything is you know equitable and life is perfect. We're human beings. We're never going to achieve that. What we can do is come to the best approximation we can of it, but we're not going to get there. By, by getting rid of the police, by making nobody want to be a police officer because crime is rising and I have the stats to prove it and I'm going to give them to you on the other side. But I know that people like Bill in Braintree are, going to, are not even going to listen. This is Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.